Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going out there today? It is September 19th, 2021, and I am your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today, everybody? It is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. A beautiful Sunday, for that matter. It's been a great day. Got a good, uh, I guess we did about a three-hour workout in the gym today. Knocked out a nice little chest workout. Don't trade on America chest day. Oh, cramping. Anyway, um, and clean the car. So now I'm here with you guys, and we're going to talk about some bullshit in the world. And I think we're going to delve a little bit more into the uh, Sussman, Michael uh, Sussman, the uh, the attorney that's not the attorney anymore uh, in the uh, Durham probe, whatever. You know, shit that's been going on for like three or four years, everyone's pretty much forgot about. At any rate, before we get into that, I want to talk about a new sponsor that we have to the show. You know, I just talked about going to the gym and working out. I've been using this product probably about, I don't know, a year, two years. Uh, it's an American-based company uh, called Redcon One. And check them out. Uh, the link will be at the bottom of the page uh, on whatever app you listen to us on, on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. Click on the link, go to their uh, their website, you'll get 20% off anything that you purchase on there. They carry anything from t-shirts to protein powder. Some of my favorite products are, uh, I use the Total War, which is a pre-workout, uh, gives you energy, and it's a sustained energy. It's, it's, it doesn't, it's not like a you know, take drinking a Red Bull or whatever. It gives you nice sustained energy through your whole workout. And they have a multitude of other things. I use Breach, which is a post-workout. Um, gives you BCAs, and it helps you recover from your workout. Uh, obviously, like their protein powder. Uh, it's high in protein, low in calories, which is a good combination to have. So check them out. Like I said, click on the link at the bottom of the page, whether it be on the podcast, on the app, whatever, whatever uh, platform you're listening to us on, that link will be there. Click on that link. Order whatever you'd like on there. You get 20% off. Uh, if they ask for, you know, you, what tier operator, tell them T20 Quartimus. And uh, like I said, you'll get 20% off. You don't even have to do any of that when you are when you do it. As long as you click the link, it'll take you to my page, and you'll get your 20% off. Also, don't forget about checking us out on our social media platforms. I say this every time, but obviously, you know, Facebook.com backslash Don't Tread on America. Instagram.com backslash Don't Tread on America and Twitter.com backslash DTUM underscore 1775. And uh, please, guys, whatever app you're listening to us on, whether you're on Apple, Google, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, whatever it is, uh, do me a favor. Share this with your friends. Give us a liking and give us a good review. Uh, I was going over some of the... Uh, the analytics, I guess, uh, today, um, 40% of the folks that listen to us listen to us on Apple 
uh, product, whether it's the iPhone or iPad, whatever it is. So if you could please go on there, give us a review. Um, you know, give me a five star if you if you think I deserve a five star. I, I would hope that I you would think I do deserve a five star. You're listening to the show on a continuous basis, so if you could help me out with that, because the better the reviews are, uh, the better at least the f- better five stars that I get, the higher my ranking will go. And when people are watch- listening to other um, podcasts, will show up as a suggestion. Hey, if you like this, you'll like that type thing. So if you could help me out with that, and like I said before, please share this with your friends. Because that's the only way I can get this uh, this whole thing to grow bigger and better than it already is. So, on to the news. Now, on the last show, we uh, we talked briefly because the indictment had just came out of the uh, Michael Sussman uh, indictment, and we talked about he was a lawyer for uh, the law firm that represented the DNC and the Hillary campaign. Of course, uh, I guess when he was questioned as to why he was bringing information to the FBI, he had said, um, oh, he was just bringing this on his own. He had no nothing to do with other um, any anyone else. It was like he found this information and he was just going to bring it up on his own and like he was doing the right thing. Uh, here's a little... This was on... Uh, the let me see where it's at. So the uh, name of the um, of the show I'm going to play is off of, off of YouTube. It's um, RT America, and the the person that you're going to hear speaking, he's a, an attorney. His name's uh, Ed Martin, and this is what he had to say about about the indictment. Well, I think we'll see. We'll get to the bottom of it. The FBI doesn't, uh, or the, an independent counsel doesn't charge you with lying to the FBI for no good reason, right? There's something there. A couple details, John, that I think are important to know. The reason this indictment happened now is because the statute of limitations was going to run. It's a five-year statute of limitations. It would have run in a few days. So I don't yeah. think this indictment by itself is a good indication of what the investigation is. It kind of comes out and you're like, oh, is that it? We got a lawyer lying? That's just like a lawyer breathing, right? So, but I think in this case, when you, when you, you read the indictment, John. No when you look through lawyers, it, the th- <laughs> well, I happen, I happen to, I happen to be one, John. So I can say that. I, you know, it's like honor, dishonor among thieves. But, uh, okay. but when you read that indictment, and I have read the whole thing, you know, 27 pages. What, it's a little bit more than what you're right. It's kind of dry, but that's because an indictment has to lay out all these facts, and and so it's not so much what he's charged with, but the facts you see. And when he was at Perkins Coey, and he was working with the Mark Elias and others, and he's tied into this, uh, what. I think the uh, Durham uh, investigation is, is showing in this case is there was coordination. The lie was about who are you representing? Who are are you coming to us as the FBI clean? Is this just a strain? The guy said, oh, yeah, it's just something that somebody gave me and all that. And again, from the beginning, a lot of us have thought this was a political hit job, a political dirty tricks that utilized the government. The government played along either witting or unwittingly. That's what this seems to show. And it's I think this is an opening salvo. We're going to see more after this. And when, when you say coordination between, you're talking about between Sussman and, and the campaign, or at least people with, in, in, in connection with the Clinton campaign. 
Yeah, you don't have to be on the on the payroll of the campaign if you're asked by the FBI, who are you coming here with this for, right? So, well, again, he may end up being able to say, hey, I lied to you about uh, I wasn't on the payroll of the campaign. But more importantly, I think there's other people behind this. And what they're pulling the string on is to say, hey, was this, again, it, it was whatever the dirty tricks of it was, you can throw dirty tricks up and you can even have reporters at Yahoo and other places cover it because they're idiots and they're, and they're part of the left-wing cabal. But when the government gets involved, and is using the force of the government behind it. And you remember, the FBI, I think, took up, at least the allegation is, took up what Sussman was passing along as a reason to investigate. Well, now you've been able to instigate the government. Uh, and remember, in the Sussman one, there's another link. There's a guy in here who's referred to as a tech executive who made lots of money. You talk about the swamp. The swamp in, the, in, in, in America allows tech companies to make money off of the government's control of domains. That guy had a big interest in getting appointed to the Clinton administration. And so, again, this is as swampy as it gets, but it starts to show the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was not just a hoax by the media. It was a hoax by government officials and lawyers. And, and again, Sussman is, a, is, a, is a, an agent. You know, he's, he's a, a member of the court and the bar. He's got a higher threshold there that you can pull the string on. So there's a lot of things that I think are still coming. Well, we'll see. Stay tuned, as we like to say so often in this business. <laughs> Ed Martin, appreciate it. Thanks for your insight. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. Okay. <clears throat> so you heard him reference um, tech executive one. So in in the um, indictment, it has uh, a lot of stuff. It's crazy, man. Oh. <laughs> Hold on a second. I knew that was going to happen. Um, so in the indictment, it has... Uh, why won't this move? It has stuff. Come on. God bless. All right. So let me pull up the indictment here real quick. So I'm, I'm not going to read it word for word, line for line, because, you know, it's lawyer talk. So it's very uh, lawyery, if that's a word. I don't know. At any rate, um, okay. So, the FBI had initiated an investigation of these allegations in response to meeting with Michael Sussman, the defendant, heroin, the, uh, a lawyer at a major international law firm, Law Firm One. Well, we know what the law firm was because he said it, Cohen, whatever it was, I, I can't recall. So, okay, so let me keep on going. Uh, request was held by the FBI general counsel... Uh, all right, where are we at here? Blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. All right. I'm sorry, guys. <clears throat> it's hard when I'm, when I'm the self-operator. Okay, so uh, the, the article reported that the FBI had spent weeks examining computer data shown an odd stream of activity to the uh, Trump Organization server and um, computer jogs obtained by Newspaper One. What kills me, before I continue to read this, what kills me about this is when they say uh, Law Firm One and Russian, uh, you know, uh, Newspaper One and Tech Executive One. They, they fail to name said law firm, said newspaper. But we, we're not idiots. We, um, 
I mean, you can connect the dots, right? So we know law firm one is the law firm that Sussman worked for. We know that uh, newspaper one, or we can we can assume that newspaper one is either the New York Times or the Washington Post, because usually it was one of those two that was involved in all this. We know Russian Bank was the Alpha, uh, what was it, Alpha Bank, I believe was the name of it. Uh, yeah, Alpha Bank, which is a Kremlin-linked Russian financial institute. Um, as you continue to read. It, you know, it goes on to say, uh, you know, less, that Sussman lied, you know, tech executive one, U.S. Internet, uh, internet company, internet company one, and then a the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. So, first of all, I'd like to say I am sorry to hear about the death of Michael Sussman. And I know I'm being facetious. Obviously, he's not dead yet. But... From what I heard the other day, there's a very good chance that he is going to turn state's evidence. Okay, we all know that, I mean, you can, you can Google this, you can look it up on Wikipedia, that the Clintons have what they call the Clinton body count, okay? And it lists a name of, I can't recall the last time I looked at it, it was, there's a few individuals, and some of those names will be familiar to you, but... Um, I have a feeling that Wikipedia is going to have to update that and put another name on there because there's a very good chance that if it comes out that Michael Sussman is going to turn state's evidence, you can guarantee you he commits suicide, right? Hell, I could commit suicide here before too long, but I just want to point out the fact that uh, I, I won't go so quietly into that great good night. At any rate... Uh, the question I had is this. Okay, so I was listening to Bongino's show. Uh, I think it was his Thursday or Friday show. I can't recall. I mean, it might have been his Friday show. And um, he he delved into this as far as tech executive one and internet company one. And he alluded to the fact that he knows, so he can assume, all of us can assume. We can. I guarantee if you Googled on the internet, because I've already done this, so I can guarantee that if you if you go on the internet and look it up. Now, granted, I don't use Google. I use uh, DuckDuckGo, so the 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 um, information could be a little bit different. I don't know what Google's blocking or not blocking right now, but I can tell you this: that the uh, what I did find out is there's two different um, internet, or not internet, but, uh, what the hell was it called? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, internet tech, whatever, uh, person that was being, you know, it was just internet tech one and internet company one, right? So the, the names that popped up on me for me were, um, are you kidding me? I didn't write the one dude's name down. Of course I didn't, right? Anyway, one of the names was uh, Eric Schmidt, or is Eric Schmidt. Now, it's interesting to um, to hear that name for the fact that um, he, he, he was the um, vice president of Google, okay? So then one could assume that uh, if it was Eric Schmidt, or if it is Eric Schmidt, or whatever, that obviously it makes sense that Google would be the the internet company, right? Um, another name 
and the only reason I'm talking about this today is is I'm going to be quite honest with you. Bongino said on his podcast, and to his credit, you know, granted he's been doing this a hell of a lot longer than I I have, and obviously a hell of a lot more people know him than know me. Okay, so he says on his show the other day, he says um, I, that he has a feeling that he knows who the internet person and internet companies are, whether he knows. Obviously, he has more connections than I do, being you know his his previous jobs and being in in the media and whatnot. Surely, he has more connections that he can say, "Oh, you know, talk to whomever," and they can say, "Oh, we know it's this person or that person and this company or that company." Um. So, I, his his motto is, if you ever listen to him, is it's better to be right than first. Um. He does the seventy two hour rules, what he calls it. Okay, he has the luxury of being one of the most popular podcasts on, you know, whatever on the, you know, he's got his own radio show on top of that. Plus, he has a show on, on uh, Fox on Saturdays. So, in in the <laughs> in the guides of, I'd like to be right, but I also want to be first. I'm going to throw both these names out and both their companies out, and. If I'm totally wrong, then when I do my next show on Wednesday, I'll tell you. Well, guys, I dropped because surely that's going to come out Monday or Tuesday. I'll tell you, I dropped the ball, shit in the bed. I shouldn't have said what I said, but you know, I'm going to say it just in the in the gauges of possibly being right. Okay, so if you talk to most people about this, if if you talk to most people that kind of know a little bit about what's going on and they've heard that the Sussman guy was indicted and so on and so forth, right? And you ask them, okay, who do you think the internet tech person one is and internet company person two, you know, internet company person is? Um, most people will tell, would probably guess, oh, it's got to be Zuckerberg. Oh, it's got to be Jack Dorsey. Oh, it's got to be something along those lines because those are the names that everyone knows, right? Eric Schmidt, he was the vice president of Google. He doesn't, he's not the president. He's not the CEO. He's not the owner. So... I could kind of see him being involved in the sense that what is he doing? He's the vice whatever. He is second or third or whatever in command at Google. So, and we all know how Google uh, is very left-leaning, you know, from its algorithms and searches and whatnot. When you look up stuff, it's not very favorable to what Trump <clears throat> may or may not do. You know, and, and this isn't even about Trump. It's about it's about right or wrong, right or left. Okay, so what Hillary and her campaign did was obviously wrong, right? And uh, whether they put this Sussman up to it, you know, it was a combination of, of characters. You had Sussman, you had Carter Page, you had uh, the Steele dossier, and obviously the FBI was involved somehow or another because it's not like he got arrested, you know, <laughs> you know that he test he went to the FBI five years or four years ago, five years ago, whatever it was, prior to Trump even being elected. So yeah, so five years ago, and uh, now this is just coming out. What happened to the Mueller report? Why wasn't his name brought up during the Mueller report? Why wasn't you know? This isn't like this dude just showed up. He's been involved since pretty much since day one. Another name is Rodney uh, Jaffe. Okay, now this is from, um, this is something I found, and this is off of the Meaning in History substack, and the writer's name is uh, Mark, 
uh, for, forgive me if I'm pronouncing the name wrong, but it looks like Walk. W-A-U-C-K, so Walk. So his theory is obviously Russian banks, Alpha Bank, uh, law firm one is Perkins Cole. Um, but his, his guess is that uh, techie executive one is Rodney Joffe, and internet company one is New Star, which I had never heard of New Star, so I did some looking up, and they're kind of, back then they were a relatively big company. No one, they were more of an analytic and uh, security where, uh, firmware type situations. They've since been bought out by bigger companies, so you, you won't hear much about them as a company. But in the um, in the indictment, it goes on to say, you know, like I said, it doesn't say stuff. It says investigation firm. And, okay, then it goes on to say campaign lawyer. It goes on to say, um, you know, like I said, the uh, exec, uh, tech executive and, and those, those acronyms, whatever. Um, so he alleges that the campaign lawyer was Mark Elias and that the invest, investigative firm is Fusion GPS, which is part of the Steele dossier. So point being is what's, what's interesting or what I feel is interesting about this guy being indicted. Man, I'll be honest. When this first came out on Thursday, I was kind of like, "Okay, finally we have a we have an indictment. Big deal. What's going to come of it? It's been what three years or whatever since uh, maybe yeah three or four years since uh, the Durham you know started his investigation, and this is only the second indictment we've had. So either there was a nothing a big nothing burger there, or this is. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And um, by that, I mean, if this is the person that links everything together, will he start to name names? Because I believe, never having personally heard this dude's name before in my entire life until the other day, the other things are familiar. Those names are familiar to me. Um... But it all makes sense. Whether it was Newstar and Joffe or Eric Schmidt and Google, I tend to feel that it, I tend to feel it could be more the Schmidt Google connection than the Joffe Newstar connection. But either one of those could be just for the fact that Newstar wasn't as big as Google, obviously, and this guy was going to be given a job with the Hillary, you know, assuming she was going to win president. With the Hillary, uh, you know, administration as a, some sort of tech, whatever I don't know what the fuck, but nonetheless, to me, I would think, <laughs> I would think being a, an executive at a tech firm, you know, internet company, whether it be Google or Newstar, I'm making more money doing that than I would be working in any anyone's administration. But as we have become well aware, even though you your salary for being whatever in the government, whether it's a president or Dr. Fauci, which happens to be the highest paid government official in, in all of the government. And even that isn't like he's making millions of dollars. It's just, I don't know what his pay is offhand. I want to say it was like three or 400,000, which is nothing to uh, sneeze at, obviously. But point being is these politicians and 
people that go in to work for the government, whether it be as a senator, congressman, whatever, for the most part, they don't go in it for the money as far as the paycheck. It's more about the, the added benefits of the job, the added paychecks of the job, whether it be post, um, you know, your term, getting a job on, you know, Fox or MSNBC or whatever the case may be, or doing speaking engagements or writing books or whatever the case is. These guys make a shit ton more money after the fact than they do during. The ones that have been lifelong politicians and are millionaires, such as, you know, your president, uh, Dipshit McGee. You know, he's been in politics for, what, 47 years, 48 years. And at an average salary of $200,000 a year, you unless you don't spend any money, <laughs> you don't become a millionaire. I'm sorry. There's other ways he's gotten rich, whether it be legitimate or not legitimate, whether it's his son cutting deals for China or Ukraine or whatever the case may be. You know, I guess hopefully one day that'll all come to pass. We'll have to see. Um, but the biggest reason I wanted to say what I had to say was if I'm right, if it is either Schmidt and Google or Jaffe and Newstar, I just want to let you guys know, because hopefully the people will listen to the show either today, tonight, tomorrow morning when they're heading to work or at work or whatever the case may be. And you hear me say these names that you'll uh, you'll be like, oh, shit, I heard that on DTOM. Holy crap. And then if if I'm right, pray to God that I'm right. I pray to God that I'm right. And you guys will be like, holy shit, you guys got to listen to this show. And that's where that's when I can get more sponsors like my next sponsor. Smoothmyballs.com, right? Our original sponsor to the show. So check them out at smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. And don't forget, you get 20% off there also by using that code. Uh, check out their razors, their clippers, their men's products that they have online. Check them out. And, uh, you know, buy some. You know, small company. A lot of these companies are, are newer companies. And they come and they sponsor podcasts mainly because whether I got... A million listeners or a hundred listeners. That's a hundred more customers possibly that they can pick up, right? So do me a favor, check them out. And uh, don't forget makersmark.com because, you know, we are a brand ambassador. And, uh, you know, just help me out. And uh, let's see. So, I mean, that was really the bulk of the show I wanted to get into was was with this and the fact that you know, this Russian hoax crap started, what, five years ago, right? And obviously, it's uh, not over yet. So one other thing I wanted to get into, we, we touched on this also on the last show on Friday. So um, we, we've heard about the migrants down at the border, especially down in Del Rio. I think there was up, upwards of 14,000 immigrants trying to cross into the border, and they were all stuck under this bridge in Del Rio, right by the Rio Grande. <laughs> so uh, the FAA came out and told Fox, because Fox was doing drone footage. So they, they put an um, a, uh, air restriction, whatever, over that area where you weren't going to be able to fly drones or anything for that matter. 
over uh, overhead. So initially, my question was, why? Why? Why does it matter? It's not like they're doing anything other than making the uh, the uh, Biden administration and Kamala Harris, you know, our borders are look like fucking idiots because no one's dealing with this. The governor of Texas, the border patrol, they're the ones having to deal with this. The, the, the government, our federal government isn't doing a damn thing. It's like they're pretending not, it's not happening. Fucking you had Kamala at a damn football game, flipping a coin 25 yards down the fucking field, totally oblivious to the fact of what in the hell's going on down in Mexico. The interesting thing is, is you have a lot of these, uh, not a lot, but a chunk of these people that were coming across or trying to come across are Haitians. Because, you know, you, I was a month ago, I think, they just had a bad earthquake there. They had a hurricane. They're in peril. And... It's hard to believe that it's easier to get from Haiti to Mexico to come up through the border and is to float up. But, you know, whatever. Point being is um, the FAA tried to restrict the airspace overhead so you couldn't take the pictures. So initially my question was why? Why are they, why are they not wanting Fox or any other news agency to not show? Not that anyone else was really doing this, but... Why, why would they not want people to see this? Well, some of the footage showed these people, you know, like I said, they're staying on the bridge. If you look at it now, if you go on Fox, they had, you know, these people are basically making a little city underneath this, this span of this bridge, building tents. And, I, and not building tents like if we're going camping, we'd build a tent, but they're like chopping trees down and whatever, wherever they're getting the wood from. And they're making makeshift uh, huts and whatnot. It's quite interesting. But the supplies are so scarce in that part of Texas, they're actually crossing back over the river into Mexico to get supplies, whether it be water, food, whatever the case may be. So my question is, why in the hell are you even here? If you can obviously go back to Mexico, and I would assume that of these 14,000 however many people that... I'm going to throw a number out there. Maybe half of them are from Mexico. It's probably not even that high. It's probably a lot less. Because obviously, I think 4,000 of them are Haitian, last they, last they reported. So, let's say of the 10,000 that's left, you know, I would probably guess the other... I think I've heard there's people from all over the world. Because they know the, the southern border is an open door. Okay, so in the meantime, we pissed off everyone in Afghanistan... And wherever else we're pissing people off at, we're not we're not vetting any of these people. We're just letting them roll right in. In the meantime, you and I are being demonized for not getting vaccinated. You know, we're being uh, allegedly mandated to get vaxxed. Um, like I told you guys when he first did this two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, to not stress it. It's all words right now. Um. And he knows he has no legitimate fight. But the point being is, he's going to say these words about you and I. Oh, you've got to get vaxxed. We've got to do this. This is what we have to do, blah, blah, blah. In the meantime, we can let all these immigrants flow up through the southern border. Whatever country they're from, I really don't care. Don't worry about COVID testing them. Don't worry about, um, you know, vaxxing them for that matter. Don't worry about it. Just come on in. 
In the meantime, I'm getting criticized because I don't want to get vaccinated. Okay? And it's it's just not... If you guys can't see the hypocrisy of what's going on, I, I would assume everyone listening and watching to me right now, or watching to me, listening to me and watching me right now, would, would is on, we're on the same page. And whether you've been vaxxed or not, because that was your choice, so be it. It's your choice to get vaxxed just as much as it's my choice to not get vaxxed, okay? I've had COVID. I just had it a month ago, okay? I got over it. I was fine. I did my, took my, took my vitamins, said my prayers. I did work outside. I worked hard. I try to stay healthy. I'm drinking a beer right now. Oh, <laughs> you know, but I do. I go to the gym three, four times a week. Like I told you in the last show, I'm on my feet. I'm constantly moving. Bam, bam, bam. The key is, in my opinion, to beating this is being healthy. Like I said before, a year and a half, year and nine months ago, when all this shit first started, one of the biggest things they told you, one of the biggest groups of people that was at risk for COVID was the obese, right? So you had people with that what they called pre-existing health conditions. These people are, are at risk, right? So you had your cancer people, you had your heart people, you had your lung people, and you're obese. I think that that's roughly the top four groupings. So... Obviously, I have cancer. Heart's fine. Lung's fine. Like I said, I'm the healthiest sick person you know. So I made it a goal to make sure I continued to go to the gym. And when they closed the gyms here for you know a month or so, I continued to work out, push-ups, um, made makeshift weights with center blocks and pipes and went for walks and jogged and did everything I possibly could do, do to try and stay as healthy as possible. And... Went all the way to August of this year with no bubbles, no troubles, and then I got it. But like I said, even when I did get it, I didn't realize I had it until I realized I couldn't smell or taste. I wasn't like sick. I wasn't on my deathbed. I wasn't crying. And then in spite of that, when I realized I had it, I got tested, whatever. I made sure to not let myself get down and not move around and lay around and oh, woes me, I got COVID. I beat it my wife got a little more sick than I did but even when her sickness was more of a cold you know sneezing coughing um, she never I don't think she ever really had a fever she didn't you know she wasn't short of breath she wasn't whatever it was just basically a cold because we try to stay active so my my advice to you take it for what it's worth take the take your vitamins vitamin c vitamin d zinc Talk to a doctor, number one. Talk to a doctor, okay? If your doctor is someone that you trust and you believe that what he or she is telling you is the God's honest truth and they tell you that you should get the vaccine because of whatever reason, then that's your choice, okay? I'm going to leave it at that because I this will be my fifth show on YouTube and I don't really feel like getting kicked off yet because I still haven't figured out Rumble. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, point being is uh with the faa so my my thing was this uh why why were they wanting to shut down the drones okay so initially i was like well maybe it's because that's the only way you can really report on the people and you can only you can only see the amount of people 
from above. So my thought process was, well, they'll strike down the ability to be able to, to do that. Why? So the numbers could double, triple, quadruple. No, I think it's the opposite. So the numbers will half and quarter and so on and so forth. That way they can bust them out and get them to an airfield and fly them to wherever in the country. That was my theory. But lo and behold, to Fox's credit, they fought it in court. And the judge said, no, what they're doing is perfectly legal. And you can't just automatically restrict airspace like that. So therefore, we'll still have the aerial coverage if you go to Fox. Because... No one else is talking about it. You go to ABC, NBC, blah, blah, blah. I'm even surprised that these channels are talking about the Sussman indictment. But uh, I think they're still thinking that something's going to come out about Trump. So I guess we'll see. Um, I just uh, just remember that if uh, if I'm right about the names and the Internet companies I said, I know I'm, I gave you two names, but it's not like I gave you 50 names and said, oh, it could be this person in, in this Internet company or that person in this person. I gave you two names. I gave you two internet companies. Hopefully I'm right about one of them. And if I am, and you can say you heard it here first. And if I'm wrong, uh, tell them that Chris told you that. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> uh, on that note, I am going to put a lid on today. And for that, I'm going to give you a big fat... Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, guys. Uh, please don't forget about our sponsors. The links will be at the bottom of the page. Don't forget at smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM and makersmark.com and our new sponsor, redcon1.com. The links will be at the bottom of the page on any app you're listening to and on our YouTube page. Check them out. And don't forget our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Don't Tread on America, and Twitter, DTOM underscore 1775. And on that, guys, I'm going to give you a big fat, have a great day, big fat sugar water, and I will see you guys on, or I won't see you. You'll see me. I won't see you. You. (laughs) Uh, But you'll hear me. And for that, I'm appreciative. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a great day, great Sunday, and uh, stay safe out there. See you all later.